Hello and welcome to City Watch on the air. I am Michael and we are here today with Cecile Grace Charles of the company of the same name and we're going to be talking about things that you probably see all the time but don't really give a lot of thought to how they arrive there and these are things that you see on say t-shirts or pants or logos. Think it could be, be the company's logo, it could be a picture of a person, it could be a, uh, a picture of an animal. But these things actually have to be placed there. They don't just show up because people think, oh, that's cute. Uh, and, uh, and Cecile is one of the people that actually helps make sure they're placed there. So Cecile, thank you so much for being with us on City Watch. Tell me a little bit about uh, what is now? What is it actually called that you do with that the placing of of logos and things on on clothing? Surface design or textile design is the making of a design that is placed on any merchandise, whether it is fabric or if it's uh, the backside of a cell phone, a pair of sweatpants, or anything. Absolutely everything that's a design that isn't blank, white, or black is called a surface design or a textile design. Okay, and tell me a little bit about how you got started in this. Is this, this isn't something that just sort of occurs. You have to sort of fall into this, don't you? Yes, I started as a fine artist, and I've been a fine artist for many, many years. But a few years ago, I was challenged by a uh, professional quilter to make her a specific design, and it led me off into this fantastic world of designing everything. And so I converted just doing fine art, which is just painting, to paint it and load it to the computer and begin to evolve it into something, whether it's a hot air balloon, or if it's a bee, or if it's a car, or if it's, you know, and, and yes, it can be used on a logo, but indirectly, because sometimes I get people, businesses that want something specialized, and they want to use one of my designs and incorporate it. I've had a painting or two that's been incorporated into uh, other people's logos. I even have done book covers, which is still a surface design, but quite often they use the whole painting for that. Ah, okay. All right, I'm going to get into this a little bit more in depth, but I'm going to take our first break now, and we'll be right back with Cecile Grace Charles. Hi, it's Michael. City Watch on the Air is now available on your Samsung app. Give us a listen. We'll be happy to let you know what's going on at City Watch on the Air on Samsung. And we are now talking again with Cecile Grace Charles. Uh, and one of the things that we're talking about is pattern design. And I'm interested in the way this comes about because you mentioned before the break that people come to you and they say, I want this here, I want that there. How do you decide or do they decide for you what they want on the on the uh, T-shirt the or, or, the, or the pants or where, wherever it's going to go, do they decide that? Or do you look at the situation and say, well, this would be good here or that would be good there? Well, that's, that's more specific. A surface design for me, basically, is anything. I just design it. I have file after file after file because I'm inspired by something and I want to get it down and make it a usable file. So first off, you have to have the ability to make the file. And it isn't like you just open the computer and you slap an image into a graphic box that's a dialogue box. You actually have to understand how it's applied to a product. And so it has to be applied so if it's a repeat design, you have to be able to, to put it into a computer project or, or format that will apply it repeatedly. 
repeatedly to another item. Or you, there are programs where they just want a one-off, meaning, like you said, somebody wants a T-shirt design. Personally, I want 10,000 people to want that T-shirt design, uh, but it's still fun. I still do it. I have people who just want one thing, and I'll do that for them just because I enjoy it. Uh, for me, it's a full passion, so I, I take on most comers. And if I don't know what I'm doing, by the time I'm done with the customer, I do, because I, t I take the time to go learn more. I believe I can learn more every single day. This is a never-ending process with surface design because of the constant changes in tech. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the different uh, styles and designs. You mentioned uh, before the break that sometimes you do it for clothing, sometimes you'll do it for a car, sometimes you do it for something else. Does the medium determine how you apply what you want to do, or can you just apply whatever you want to do to whatever medium uh, it, uh, they want to put it on? and it's put into a computer program, it can be applied to absolutely everything, including virtual. There are specific rules involved with the different markets. So fabric rules have one different type of thing. And of course, the market itself is, if, if everybody is into flying pigs, then you're going to see flying pigs on everything. If they're into skulls, which was a very huge fashion forward thing, and still is, but it's petering out a little bit. Uh, you saw skulls on everything, coffee cups, uh, wheel covers. Everybody had a skull, you know, tennis shoes with skulls on them. And so, so you have to you have to stay ahead of the market and understand what they want. What I do though is just it's like I will design whether I like the subject or not. So if somebody wants something that I just think is excellent, or while still designed for it, I'm capable of seeing it through their eyes, and I'll give them what they want. So I'm capable of going there too. But it, 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 as far as an overall market, there are companies that look for specific styles. And I can address many of those things because I'm very eclectic. Okay. Have you ever approached a, a situation going, gee, this is going to be awful and have it turn out uh, to be uh, be quite nice or maybe even spectacular? Absolutely, yes. I have done a couple things that I just think are horrible, and the client has, has loved it. And I just let it go and let them be happy. <laughs> to me. <laughs> you know, you, you have to give them what they want. And sometimes it is something that is just, I can't believe I just stole that. Because it, it's, uh, my goal is to make people happy, give them joy. I, I have the patience to understand that it's not about me. I want, it, I want them at the end of this, when they buy something, to be peaceful about it. And I want to be generous in their preference for creativity. And I want to be kind about it. And I, and I, I found that business-wise, if I'm just steadfast with that, it doesn't matter what the image is, I'm going to give it to them. Okay, well on that, I think we'll take our last break, then we'll come back and do a, a few closing thoughts uh, with uh, Cecile Grace uh, Charles, and we'll be right back. Hi, it's Michael. City Watch on the Air is now available on your Samsung app. Give us a listen. We'll be happy to let you know what's going on at City Watch on the Air on Samsung. Hello, we are back with Cecile Grace Charles, and w before we left, we were talking about putting together a design that perhaps you weren't too fond of, but that the, the client wanted, and you wound up thinking, hey, well, that's not as bad as I thought. So that's good. In, in, in that frame, let's talk about that. People who want to get into this type of business, 
uh, and you talk to them, I guess, from time to time, they say, this is great, how'd you do that? I want to do this, that kind of thing. What do you tell them? How do you steer them in the, in the direction they need to go in? I think that ultimately, if you're going to have a business sense of it, is that you have to understand that you have to be better than the market to compete in the market. That means doing things sometimes that you don't like. And it's okay because there's always someone that does like it. And that's, that's the positivity you pull from it is that sometimes you're not going to like it at all. But if you're making your client happy, that's the goal. And that's how people come back to you, is that you've made your client happy. They're happy to pay you to do whatever they want done. And as long as you can do it at the best of your ability, then you go for it. Okay. How do you, you get into the frame of mind for this, though? Are there courses you can take? Are there people you can talk to, schools you can go to? I, yes, there are actually degrees that you get. And I will admit that I don't have a degree in that in specific. However, I did spend three years taking classes, non-formal, to learn how to make the patterns. And I took them every day for weeks on end so that I could compete at the level of professionalism that a new graduate might want to do. Because I believe that you have to go all that way if you want to compete in the market of, of this sort. It's a specialized market. You have to, you have to learn it. curve for something like this how do you get to the point where uh you can't possibly show this to anybody to the point where you might not worry about showing it to anybody <laughs> partially it's, it's a, a believing in yourself partially it is really testing your model and like i said i've done that through using these these, uh, these other companies that don't come to, to you to buy direct it's an in, it's an indirect you sell out there and once you understand what's going to sell, then you start learning more about how you sell it to that market. And so for me, it's just been a, you know, a, a several-year transition where I went from there's no way somebody would buy this, which is weird because the first thing that happened to me is that somebody bought one within a couple of weeks of me my doing the first one. Nice. And so and for me, that's like, oh, well, let's just jump on this. If I can sell that, <laughs> I can sell bananas on a, on, on a toothbrush. So, <laughs> Company and your first company, and I mean, I've got products out there on 
on so many things. I even had a company buy 22 of my designs just so that they could do those great little, those uh, little, uh, uh, the surfaces that you put on cars. Oh, yes. You know, I, I know there's a name for it, and I'm sorry, I'm blanking, which is unusual for me, but I am. And uh, but so, so they bought 20 of them so that they could resell them, so they could apply those skins to cars, and uh, specialty cars. And they sent me another email. They want a few more. So, And I never expected to be able to put one of my designs in somebody's car. Mm-hmm. But there it is, and it's fun to see it. Everyone's all pass through social media going, oh, I know that design. I did that. Uh-huh. You know, so, for that, so, so there's literally no end to it because absolutely, I mean, life would be boring if everything was white or blue, no, nothing on it, or plain sweatpants. I keep teasing you there. And, uh, uh, you know, it, 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 it's, uh, and so that's why it's an unlimited way to do business. We are almost out of time, but in the closing seconds, tell me where people can get in touch with you if they have any questions or if they like to uh, to engage your services. Uh, CecileGraceCharles.com is my website, and there's an email right there, that they, uh, you know, the email form, they can reach me right there. Or I have an email called The Heart of Spokane, that's T-H-E-H-E-A-R-T, of OS Okay, well, listen, I thank you so much. Uh, again, we've been speaking with Cecile Grace Charles uh, about uh, various things, including surface design. We thank you so much for being with us. And I remind you uh, to believe in yourself. If you don't, no one else will. We also ask you, please, to, uh, to rate us uh, on any podcast medium that you happen to be hearing us on. And we'd appreciate that. And uh, Grace, thank you so much, uh, Ms. Charles. We will talk to you soon. <laughs>